One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hello everyone, it's the build-up show, Liverpool, Brighton, Premier League midweek action. We will of course be there doing live uh, fan zone commentary from the studio, uh, but before then it is the build-up show. Chris Pajak, Georgia Stevens, and Sam Walker join me for this one. And um, yeah, Chris, um, there's, um, there's, a, there's a point record to break. I'm trying my best to muster enthusiasm for it um, because it is all that's left to play for in the season. Um, that and the countdown to when Liverpool finally lift the Premier League trophy, of course. But, you know, what the Villa game did, aside from largely bore us to death for, for, for the vast majority of it, was mean that this is possible, that this is capable, you know, we're still capable of this and it shows that Liverpool still give a shit about it. Yeah, and uh, you know, Klopp mentioned in his post-match press conference after the Villa game that you know it's three days and then another three days and then four days to the games and stuff. So I expect to see rotation in this game uh, again. And you know, Brighton since the restart they've been all right. Like you know, they've got themselves a little bit away from. Well, they got seven points out of a possible twelve, I think it is. Uh, two wins, a draw, and a loss since the restart. And they've got themselves away from that relegation zone. They've got themselves a little breathing room. So this is a side that you know they beat Arsenal. They drew with Leicester. Yes, they got tonked everywhere by Manchester United, but they came back and, and got a victory against Norwich. They're not in bad form since the restart. If, if you can call four games form, I'm not sure. So yeah. it's just something we're going to have to take seriously. Um, and as such, we're going to have to respect them. We'll, we'll make changes, but we'll go out there and we'll hopefully, we'll hopefully get another victory. I think one thing, Sam, that the Villa game does and the knock-on impact of this game, you know, we were talking about the Villa... They were a team fighting for something. Liverpool was a free hit. It was an opportunity for them to go out and play with no fear. And, and I said, well, you will play more. To, we will play games similar to the Crystal Palace game between now and the end of the season when you play against teams that have got really got the motivation. Brighton possibly be on the back of the Villa game. There's now nine points between them and the relegation zone. We actually might have helped to make this game a little bit more of a, a, a non-event for Brighton. Yeah, it's going to go one of two ways, isn't it? They're either going to be really super inspired because it's a free hit and really come at us, put us on the back foot, take chances, gamble, which kind of plays into our hands. Or where Villa did run back in absolute numbers because they were protecting that nil-nil, they won't be as bothered. I can see this game being a bit more like the game they played against United, where there's, I think Potter knows where he's going to get points. There's no point in exerting you know, everything you've got into a game against Liverpool. It'll probably beat you anyway. So I can see them making changes for this game as well. I actually think the Villa game was the hardest of the three that we've got now. So Villa obviously fighting for it, but then Brighton and Burnley aren't. So I think it'll be probably dull in, in, in parts where Brighton aren't really putting much into it. 
but they'll probably have they'll probably will push forward and try and get a goal because they've got nothing to lose which will then open up the back door for us so in some ways it'll be quite an exciting game for us yeah, it's. It, I mean, that's that's it, isn't it? Brighton will hopefully try and play a little bit of football against us, Georgia. But I was just looking at their fixtures. They've got us uh, and City back to back. So all of a sudden, that nine point gap to the to the relegation zone might actually look a little bit more precarious. So it might. Six. You know, after they beat um, City and we beat them. <laughs> <laughs> after never, after City battered them, Villa to post and somehow come away with it and a Malpie winner just to it. So so troops can go and shine on all the City fans. Um, <laughs> Yeah, um, I mean that, that that you know them having that. I don't know how that affects their mentality. Whether they just they just write it off. Do they just go all guns blazing for a couple of games, or do they? I mean, they've got Southampton, uh, Newcastle, and Burnley to follow after that. They that's probably where, as Sam says, Georgia, they'll be looking and saying we need to aim for nine points yeah. in those games. I, that's sorry, sorry. That's a really tough run. Mm-hmm. Like that actually might. If 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 you trusted one of the other sides to get points, I'd be I'd be concerned if I was a Brighton and Hove Albion fan. Yeah, Newcastle are in really good form. Southampton really good form. Yeah. Burnley are in really good form. I think that it when you look at it on paper, it is you know you're gonna like Sam said you're gonna get beat anyway. Why exert yourselves? But at the the same we can't saw with Villa is the points are so precious near that end of the table, and like Chris just says, when you've got a run in like that. One point could be the difference between going down and, and not at the end of the day, and it, it's how Brighton attack it because if they try and go for the win, which is you know whatever, but that can't place into our hands because as soon as teams think they can overcommit and they can you know full guns blaze, and that's where we counter attack, and that's that's the end of the story there. But if they decide to do what Villa do and, and do a low block and things like that, I think we will need to look at how we set up against that because it didn't work against Villa until we made them substitutions. Yeah, I mean, Chris, in, in terms of this game, I wonder whether we'll see a similar sort of pattern to what we what we've seen now. With there's a lot, there's a few lads who've played quite a bit of football. We've talked about this already. How you've got your established first team, and then there's that clutch of other lads. And whether it's the Klopp wants to have a look at them, whether he feels there's a, a, a need in terms of fitness, we're probably going to see. And you know, like Minamino's a good example of this. You know, he did, he wasn't involved against Villa. It's probably about he will almost certainly therefore be involved more heavily in this game than than than, 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 than therefore because of the weekend. Yeah, I, I've got a sneaky suspicion we might see Williams. You know, um, mm. I don't left know back. whether that's a right back or left back. Yeah, I don't know whether that's a right back or left back. Robbo looks a little jaded for want of a better word. Um, <laughs> At the moment, I think um, there was a moment, Chris. I don't know if it was picked up on the cameras, but I have a sneaking suspicion he had a little hip flask tucked into his sock. <laughs> um, and it you know, whenever the ball went out, he was just having a little nip. I am, um, and whether that impacted a wee drab, football, I think they say in Scotland, a wee drab. <laughs> a wee drab. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, uh, yeah, I, 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 that's an interesting. Nico Williams, let's expand on that. I think the Nico Williams stuff is is interesting, and you know we've seen him in isolation, we've seen him in a few limited sub appearances, but he, he is probably due a start. Yeah, I know. I, I genuinely, I think he is. I think you know between Trent and Robertson, they've not had enough cover um, over the course of the season. Uh, I know Robertson misses the first game back, doesn't he, after lockdown or whatever, but. You know, now's the time to see whether they can do it. Uh, I think, you know, I've seen enough out of Williams that he's not 
Klopp's been saying in his press conference, I'm not going to give them a start just because they are young. And I've seen enough out of Nico Williams that, that suggest he wouldn't be starting them because he's young. He'd be starting them because he deserves it. Because every time he's taken to the field, he's he's taken to it brilliantly and he's looked a danger. Now, again, I, you know, we, we talked about this a little bit last week. We've not seen anything in a defensive sense from him when he has been coming on. You know, we have seen him in ultra-attacking mode. So maybe it's time that, you know, go out there, give him a full 90 minutes and see what he can do. Whether that's right or left, I'm not sure. But certainly Tempt and Robbo probably need a little bit of a rest for me. Well, Sam, it's, it's interesting, obviously. We saw him come on uh, as a very late sub in the Villa game for Andy Robertson. And, you know, actually, the substitutions we've seen in recent weeks have kind of informed a little bit of the decisions in terms of how players have, have, have started the games after. We've seen Oxlade-Chamberlain play, come in and play in the eighth in the previous game. We've seen um, Divock Origi coming on and starting in the nine. And now, obviously, seeing Nico Williams, it, it could point towards him getting a start at left-back. It's interesting. Uh, the only counter I've got is Robertson, along with Mane and Salah. Are probably, he's probably the, they're the three, and, and Van Dijk are the four fittest players in our squad. You can, you know, the stats back that up, don't they? The amount of starts and minutes he play. Um, <laughs> it's, it's a funny one because Milner's there as well. Um, obviously, he loves Milner. We all love Milner. He, I, I, I'm not sure whether he, he, he would continue to not play Milner in the third game he's been back and, and put a young lad in ahead of him. I'm not sure Klopp really works like that. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what he does do, but I definitely think he will he will rotate again. Um, mm-hmm. Because one, one of the things I was just thinking about then, is, as you both talk, or three of you were talking about the rotation then, is we've got two games now, haven't we, against two teams you'd expect us to dominate the game. We've not exerted as much as we did against, say, City. And then we've got a week off because we're not playing Chelsea till the Wednesday following. Yeah. So it's, I think he, what he might do is he might mildly rotate over the next two games, but, I, but he, I, I don't think he wants to give Trent and maybe Robbo 10 days off playing football. At this stage of the season, so I think whatever he does on 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 uh, Wednesday will be will be reversed for is it Sunday or Saturday we play Saturday, Saturday. Yeah. So it'll be reversed. So because he wouldn't want to say rest Trent on Saturday and then he doesn't play again all the way through until Chelsea, which is ten days away. Yeah, or Arsenal. I- sorry. Yeah, and that that's the that's the balancing act, isn't it, Georgia? Because I think Klopp obviously wants to go hard. I don't think if he brings Williams in, I don't think we'll see five changes. I don't think we're going to see Jones in, in there. I don't think we'll see Elliot in there at the same time. I don't think we'll make sweeping changes, but I think we might see. I mean, look, all we saw for Villa was he, he changed two of the two of the midfield, and that was you know two of like and, and and Firmino. Yeah, you know, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't a far removed side so it's likely we'll do something else again you may be bringing as I say big Minamino in for whoever needs the rest most out of Salah and Mane and then Henderson will come in because Henderson will come in maybe Wijnaldum comes in maybe Keita stays in and and then all of a sudden you've, you've freshened the side you're keeping the fitness in the legs of a couple of the, a few other players but you've not totally and utterly fundamentally changed what you're doing yeah, I think that's the important thing that we kind of touched on in the final word. It's not you can't change how Liverpool play, and sometimes when you bring in certain players, it alters the way that Liverpool play fundamentally because they can't play the way that we need to. Yeah. And I think for Klopp to make these sweeping changes against the side that we should be beaten would just be a bit kind of pointless not to pick up. 
the points. I mean, I, I would like to see Williams come in because, like he says, it's not just that you know he's a young kid. Give him a start. He, he's really earned a spot, and every time he's come on, he's been impressive. And mm. you've always, at the end of the game, wanted to see a bit more of him. And I think I saw that against Palace of him coming on and almost scoring within however long he'd been on the pitch. And yeah. I, I do think, it, in my opinion, I think it'd be Robertson who'd get swapped out just because. Out of the two, I mean, Trent kind of saved himself against Villa. Out of the two, I don't think Robertson has looked back to what he was. Yeah. It's and almost he's the perfect... Go on, go, on, go on, carry on, Chris. It's almost a perfect game against Brighton because isn't Potter one of those ones who plays that mad 4-2-2-2 formation? So they haven't got loads of width anyway, so you can't imagine that, you know, putting Williams in, you're putting yourself in too much danger. They've not got like a, a Zaha out there who you'd think, oh, mate, this isn't the game for them or anything like that. So I wonder whether that could be interesting. And as far as like the wholesale changes, I agree, you're not making wholesale changes, but you probably are aversion to the first team. So even if you just bring in Williams, you're probably making four changes from the last game, but it's just your first 11 yeah. minus Robertson plus Williams, which you're not asked about, are you? In yeah. all Would honesty. You- and then, you know, I, I think for me, that's probably the best way to do it. And mm. just just make the, go back to the first team. I like the idea actually of Fabinho for Henderson and maybe keeping Cater in there. That's probably what I would do. Yeah. Give Fabinho a game off, and that way you've then rested in a week. Henderson and Wijnaldum and Fabinho mm. have all had a game off in the week. You've rested Fabinho. Does that mean he actually thinks about resting Salah or Mane? Who knows? Yeah, well, it's interesting to note, um, Sam. The last time we played them, um, we went with a midfield three of Henderson, um, Genie, and Oxley Chamberlain. Um, so you know, it, it, I mean, obviously, I actually can't think what the circumstances were. I don't think there was any reason. Maybe that was just after. Was that just after the injury? It doesn't matter. It would have been, yeah, probably. Yeah. So you know, obviously, and it was a mad game because it's the game where Allison gets sent off, Van Dyke scores two for us in in that one. Uh, obviously, fingers crossed, we don't see that from Allison again. But um, yeah, it does. I mean, it does show, you know, the he wouldn't be bothered for, for rotating it and I say you could quite easily see a team where you bring in Nico Williams in at left back so there's one change to your back five you could either you could keep Fabinho in and you could just bring Henderson back in but leave Cater in the team and then you bring in Minamino for let's say Mane that team should be more than capable of doing of doing a job against Brighton I think there's going to be some dynamics thrown in here and I think we mentioned it the other day when we were doing the build for the Villa game is Manny and Salah have got eyes for that golden boot and Vardy just done a number on everyone in the league this weekend. Yeah. Um, if you look at the other top guys, apart from um, uh, Vardy, no one scored. So um, they're, they're going to be knocking on Klopp's door saying, you dare drop me <laughs> in the nicest possible way because they, they want goals. They want to be up there. They want to score 20 goals each. They want to get to that golden boot for the last game of the season when it, when it matters. And um, So I think that's going to be very difficult to, to do that. I was just actually just thinking there. We've got five subs here now, actually. So he could actually he could actually drop or uh, well, rest. Sorry, Robo and Trent and play Milner and Williams and say, "What? If it's all going wrong, I've got five subs to sort out at half time." Yeah. Was, so, why was Milner not on the bench though last night? Oh, was he not? He was on the bench against City, wasn't he? Well, this is who I was kind of going to get to. Is that Milner? He, he wasn't on the bench at the week, at, in the last game, but Georgia, that's that's the one thing I think that maybe keeps Nico Williams out of the starting team here is if Milner's available, mm. he'll want to get Milner a game just to get him back into the side more than anything else. But if he's not, then I think it makes sense. Yeah, I think Milner will always be kind of top of the pecking order in terms of that, and especially coming back from from injury, you want to get him, you know, 
backball role and eventually because I, I see him playing a part some point in that final game of the season because I think as well against Chelsea he's a solid player and you need that sometimes you need that stability and I think we've missed him on the pitch I think that's been evident as you've missed and we say it all the time you miss Milner as a personality on that pitch of kind of dominating and being the captain without being the captain and I, I think that is the only thing that would keep Nico out the side because I don't see Swapping both fullbacks, I, I, I think that's kind of, you know, I, I just don't see that kind of happening. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. The only uh, counterpoint to all of this, Chris, is that Robbo probably, I mean, he probably just do a play until he plays better <laughs> you know to say, you know and, and, and he, look he's been phenomenal but I, I agree I think whether it's just getting finding his feet again or, or maybe it is just a little bit maybe just a bit too heavy on the red Carlsbergs in celebration <laughs> I don't know but you know he, he has been a lit his, his game's just been a bit off and yeah. it, you know it might just be worth playing him until he gets back into the form and then then you give him his rest yeah maybe I mean I'm speculating here but you know he did miss that first game back it was precautionary I wonder whether he's just playing within himself because if there's one area of the squad where we are at our weakest at the moment certainly with Milner missing games as well it is probably left back you know Milner was Milner went off a couple of weeks ago himself didn't he Mm -hmm. Um, clutching his what was he clutching his thigh or was it his knee or something like that so that's his leg let's go yeah left left hand leg I'll go with um, (laughs) Oh, by the way, um, JB commentator did that right-hand thing last night. It's something Paul does in commentary. Occasionally, it doesn't fuck his words up very often, Paul, so forgive me, I I do it all the time, so I'm allowed to just have a little pop when when you do it, Paul. (laughs) But he stopped himself and went, right-hand, no, wait, right foot. And I went, yes, that's how you do it, in your face, Rachel. Right-hand shoulder, I call it, (laughs) which is right. It's on your right-hand side, your right-hand side. Right shoulder. Yeah. Um, I've forgotten what I was talking about. <laughs> oh, God, there we go. Ah! <laughs> Turn him off. He's done. He's out of here. Milner doing um, his left hand, right calf. Oh, yeah, that's it. So, like, maybe Robbo's just playing within himself. Yeah. Maybe he's just yeah. playing within himself, and that's why he's been shit. And maybe it's nothing to do with the hangover that he's got. You know, yeah, yeah, I mean, this is this is it, really, uh, judging. We can't. We, we've passed the point now. We can't blame the players being on the lash anymore. Um, so we could really do it. look. Uh, we we talk about the Villa game. 
And, you know, I think there was an expectation, and maybe Crystal Palace did this to us a little bit, because we were so good against Palace. But, you know, it's worth pointing out, and me and Chris did this post-Villa, that, but I think it's, 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 it's a worthwhile point expanding on. Our expectations are probably getting in our own way a little bit here, is that Liverpool want to win the points record. It's a f- mad situation. Like, again, we've now seen City drop. City have lost two games as well since since coming back to this. Now they're all conquering next season's champions already because they beat us, Man City. have now three lost three points ahead and now we're level again. Absolutely. You know, it proves that the league, the league, this season's next season's league's up for grabs already. Um, but the, <laughs> but look, if, if Liverpool are going to go, if Liverpool are taking it seriously, there's a chance that we might just ha- we might just have to sit through a, a six more grinds here because let's be honest, that's how we've achieved this league title. We've not achieved it by being the best footballing side. We've achieved it by being uh, effective and getting points no matter what. Yeah, I think we we will always compare these games against smaller clubs, quote quote, to the Crystal Palace game. But you've got to remember as well that was the game that. We win that, we're relying on City getting beaten, we're champions. So this is effectively the last champions performance. We do the business and then once City win, we go see. So that needed to be a showcase. That needed to be, this is why we deserve to win the league. Don't care if City get, this is why. And it was. And and people saw the, the Chelsea City game and said, yeah, City were unlucky, whatever. But they saw that Crystal Palace game and said, yeah, that's why Liverpool deserve to be champions. That's what they do. We haven't had that motivation since because we won it. And and Klopp said it when we played City. City had nothing nothing to lose and we had nothing to win. And that's that's the top and tail of it. So we do have that expectations, but we talked about like the Arsenal Invincibles and things like that. They weren't invincible because they won every game. Invincible because they didn't lose. And that's the same as now as we don't want to be dominating these games and beating everyone 4 0 as great as it'd be to watch. We just need to win them. You just need to get them three points in order yeah. to beat the record. And Sam, you know, I wonder whether there's a degree to which you've got Chelsea and our uh Chelsea the Chelsea game Lumen in particular, I think, where you wanna be you want your first eleven for that game. You know, you want to be building back up again. You know, we we did it for City. I think the two games prior to it were about making sure that your your, your best lads were, were ready to strike to the best of their ability in that game. And I wonder whether Chelsea is another example of that, where we are just going to make sure that this team hits its stride again for that, because that's the, the last big test. You know, everything else I think is winnable in its own way, but that might be the game where it's we're just kind of engineering the squad to be ready for that game. Yeah, and I actually got it wrong before with the games. We've actually got three more games back-to-back as Arsenal. That's actually before Chelsea, isn't it? So, yeah. if you think about it, in terms of the points total, Chelsea... And I've been really disrespectful to not count Arsenal in that. Yeah, so yeah, I, sorry. Well, I, I thought you were being serious. I was not I was going to jump in and thought, no, he's probably considered that Arsenal is shite. Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know me so well there, Chris. <laughs> Do you know what? In fairness, though, the, the Chelsea game, it can be a massive game for us because we probably are going to trudge through these next few games because... When it comes to things like points totals, I said this the other day, until you get there or right nearly there, it doesn't become a factor at the moment. It's a possibility. And we're not playing for possibilities. We're playing for, you know, real targets. And once we do overcome Brighton and Burnley, which I believe we will, we'll be within two games of breaking that. That's when you'll start to see the ante up a bit. You know, Arsenal will be a good game because of the way they play. But we can play Chelsea, like you say, Paul, with all of our best lads. We can beat them. 
beat the record, beat Chelsea, which is always a big game, lift the title at Anfield. And obviously it's our last big game. So we can get that moment of winning the league on the pitch by doing that then. That's yeah, what we can do. And yeah, that's what we should be building towards. It's a great point. It is a bit like the whole Invincibles thing or the title challenge thing. I think people talk about being in a title challenge a lot, Chris, and we, we were because we've never really, truly been in one. Um, Even now, as winners, yeah. we haven't been in one, have we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It was new, but it was new analysis for us. It's the people who think they're in a title race in January. You're not. You're not really in the title race unless you're in touching distance in the last two months of the season. And sounds right. We're, you know, it's possible to break the points tally, but it's not going to be unless we get Brighton out the way, Burnley out the way, and then you can look and say, well, uh, you know, that all of a sudden with the Arsenal, Chelsea, and then the Newcastle game, you are, well, I'm hopefully not the Newcastle game because you're right, because we've got the ability, if you win, that, if you, the Chelsea game will be the game that breaks the point record. If, 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 if that's where we've played ourselves into those situations, that's what it's going to be about. This the, These next few games are probably a bit of an exercise in... Getting, getting, make, getting, making sure the players are fit, getting some rhythm back up, up and running again. But also, yeah, just, just making sure that we can have that conversation by the time Chelsea rock up to Anfield. Yeah. And Klopp's been preaching it every game for years now. One game at a time, one game at a time, one game at a time. And 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 Sam's right. The only way you get to get within striking distance of that of that points record is one game at a time. And you got to get those three points. Mane referenced it in his post match interview after Villa. We just got to win the next game. Uh, and that's been bred into them and they'll continue to work towards getting three points in the next game and the records will come if they keep getting the three points in the next game and and this is slightly off topic and I don't know where this fits in but I've been wondering for years and and hoping for years and I'm sure you are exactly the same like how your season's not over by January and we win the league and our season was over in January isn't that fucking (laughs) mad? Yeah (laughs) (laughs) Typical Liverpool isn't it? They're already talking about next year in January. But next year's going to be our year, Paul. I'm telling you. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I think we, you're right. That we all need to have a little sit in this for a bit longer. I just don't think... And that's the problem with... This is... Liverpool having, like, winning the game with seven... Winning the league with seven games to go is the equivalent of Paul McCartney having to be the last living good Beatle. You know, he, he's got to keep... He's got the, but he's got to keep making music, hasn't he? And he's got the opportunity to fucking ruin his career with either making terrible music or or any other number of scandals that could fall upon. You can ruin... By, by having to continue to play, you've got, you've got the opportunity to ruin your legacy at any given moment whereas if you get to bow out you know you win the league on the last game of the season you've won it you get all summer to celebrate we're kind of stuck in this really weird like no man's land where we haven't even lifted the trophy yet we haven't been able to properly celebrate it yet and already people are talking about next year's like no can we just sit in this for a bit and just sit and wonder but no we're not allowed to because it's a game every fucking three days and we've got to get up for it and we've got to be and every game's got to be the most important thing and every opportunity every time we can see the shot on goal it's back to go oh god isn't this a good why aren't Liverpool playable this is why we need Werner this is why we need Werner need to sign players like fucking hell lads let's just enjoy being champions for a bit but no I mean that's it George we're just going to have to we're just going to have to switch our mindset and get into this world that, look, if Liverpool do it, they do it. And if they don't do it, big fucking shrug because they've already won the league. It's more nervy now with however many games to go than it was when we were like <laughs> in the lead up to winning the title. 
I'm more on edge watching a game going, please score, please score, please score. So nobody kicks off on Twitter like, yes. oh, let's go. <laughs> yes. This yes. is it. The puller on the down. City of the champions now. It's like, just just chill for a minute. We've won. But that's more nervy than, than the build up. It's, it, right. it, it, it's, it's, it's the anticipation think... of fucking knobheads oh, that's it's... getting me down more than actually anything else around it. Like, I think as well, it's the most Liverpool thing to happen is the fact that we didn't get to enjoy a title race because that never happened. We just went to first and that was it. We never moved. There was no kind of like... I did enjoy it though, yeah. We, we did enjoy it, yeah. Oh, it was great. But at the same time, you, you don't get that, you know, the title race, blah, blah, blah. And now that we have won it, there's so many games to go that we haven't really celebrated it properly because everyone's still on edge that this is the moment we're going to fuck up and we'll never, we'll never recover from it. Yeah, we just I really, like Liverpool are in the best position possible, and I, I, the, the, the Twitter thing's just fucking hilarious because I feel exactly the same. I'm like, oh my god, imagine the 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 the, the, the people on Twitter who have, I don't know. Frolic and Firmino is their fucking at or something like that. You know the people that I mean. The ones who put badges of fucking footballers. Children. Yeah, children, right. Imagine them That's 10 healthy. years ago and they would they would have been in their mother's womb. So I understand that. Like, <laughs> But like going through the Hodgson era, like we won 2-0 against Villa and there's kickoffs. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you know, you know those stories about the people who killed themselves at halftime in Istanbul? You know, like, you know, that that would have been, it would have been like a fucking suicide cult Twitter with, like, live streaming of, 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 of dozens and dozens of people throwing themselves off high high buildings and whatever at halftime if, if Twitter had been available at the time. Um, but, yeah, we are we all need a little bit of perspective. And I, honestly, I feel like we all have, and I think most people do have. But, yeah, it, it, Twitter's never been a great barometer for sense and or sensibilities you know um and particularly not in the situation we've done we've none of us know how to deal with this we've never in our lives no one's ever because no one's done this no one has experience of how to do this what are you meant to do when there was seven games of football left to be played whether you've you've attained everything you've wanted and you've had it come to you sooner than you ever dreamed it possible we were meant to win this league with our Aguero moment <laughs> and we haven't we've just pissed it and now it's like uh, and throw the pandemic in there yeah absolutely yeah absolutely mad uh, I've no idea how to handle this but we're all going to have to handle it um, let's have some quick score predictions from you then guys I'll go I'm going to stick with last week's and go 4-0 I'm going to call yeah. it until it comes in <laughs> <laughs> I go 3-0 yeah don't see us concede and that's the important thing yeah yeah um, I'm going to go 2-0 Liverpool cool right I'm going back to me 5 I wanted me 5 I'm going to set myself up for failure and disappointment once again um, yeah and then everyone gets to go oh and you can put those tweets up like beating Brighton isn't for everyone uh, and then putting the Arsenal score in or whatever and that'll just be how people banter for uh, by the way <laughs> um, but anyway that's the world we live in um, right okay that'll do us thank you so much guys for joining us Liverpool Brighton will be live on the fan zone commentary on the YouTube channel do join us from 45 minutes before kickoff for that um, thanks for the packets delivered for me during the show <laughs> That's great. Thanks, mate. Um, and uh, yes, we will be. We will see you there. Hopefully, do come and join us. That's been a great show. 
Thanks, guys, for joining us. Thanks, kids, for delivering. Um, and yeah, we'll uh, we'll, be, we'll see you all soon. Ta-da.